She only likes me when she's drunk She only likes me when she's faded She only likes me when she's on her back With a bottle of Jack And she knows I can never get enough Oh yeah Hello everybody Welcome to the Candy Podcast My name is Ron Schutzler I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Candy Magazine. I'm joined by my co-host, Lori Young, who we affectionately call Giggles. Hey, Lori. Hello. How you How's been? everybody today? Oh, I'm good. How have you been? I'm alive, so that's what matters. Okay, that's great. I don't know if I, I can't recall. I know it's been a while since we've done these, and we're sorry, people, but just a lot going on in life, and you know how life gets ahead of you, but... Um, I don't know if we've done one since your magazine cover came out. I think we did, but I don't think I've, we've done one since we've told everybody how well it's done. So, again, you know, I don't know. I mean, Lori Young, whose Instagram handle is Dub Young, that's D as in David, U, B as in boy, Young, Y-O-U-N-G, uh, who has, like, less than 6,000 followers on Instagram, uh, continues just to sell Candy Magazine. Uh, again, Lori, last year, 2021. Um, you had the top grossing month for uh, for the for the magazine. Okay, I would just like to say I have sixty five hundred. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I am very proud of that. My sixty five hundred. They they are like, they are um, loyal. <laughs> they they respond to like everything I put up. They respond to. They answer. They're the coolest people. I really don't have like. I have one guy that constantly asks me if I can, he can live with me, but that's it. Like, I don't have any really weird people writing stuff. I don't have anybody saying anything mean, like zero. Hold on. Well, I remember way back when, and this is many, many years ago, but I remember way back when, I think it was during the racing days, actually, somebody wanted to marry you and he offered your dad some goats or something like that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's the same guy. Really? I swear, because he's definitely foreign. So his English is like a little bit off, but he, I understand what he's saying, but he basically says, can I hope to live with you? So this might be the same guy. Maybe he's been saving his goats. I, I was just wondering, is he, is he up, is he, has he up the ante from goats? Is he up to something else like oxes or something? <laughs> no, I haven't been offered anything yet. You know, some people randomly will offer me like, they'll say like, go, um, give me your cash app or your Venmo. Like, let me Venmo you to talk to you or let me Venmo you. I'm like, what? No, thank you, sir. Like, we can just talk here. You know, we don't need to, you don't need to give me money. Like, I, I'm confused. Yeah, I'm always bizarre about that because a lot of models do that. And I, and I I always look at that when I see that and I think it's a scam because they're trying to get your financial information and they're going to use it to scam you out of money. I just can't, I just don't trust random people that contact you saying, send me your cash app or your Venmo or I don't really get how that works, you know? I don't either. And I don't, somebody actually did. They found it through my, I don't know. They found it through my name and they sent me like 10 bucks and then like wrote really? a little thing. And I was like, what, what do you, what, sir? Like, what would you like me to do with that $10? And also what am I supposed to do for you now? Like, is there stipulations here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> <a> contract. <laughs> like I need to know what I'm I signing not up agreed for. To this, I, you have not, you did not agree to the contract. <laughs> no. So I haven't like accepted the money and I want to send it back, you know, because it's just a little bit odd, but, um, Can't you just I reject it or offered, something like that. <laughs> I think I should, I should go in there. I haven't even opened it. I just kind of saw the notification and was like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Well, that's that's uh, you're, that's that's you know you have you have standards, Lori. But that's like the least of my stuff. Like I really, I, I feel like I'm I know, pretty. But you have stand, but you have these standards. You've always had standards since you've been in the business. You know, yeah. And that's yeah. that's what sets you apart. You're like you know what you know. One of the things that bugs the heck out of me right now is, is this whole thing, scandals that are going on with Playboy and Hugh Hefner since he's passed away. The guy's dead. Uh-huh. So now all these girls are stomping on his grave, you know, and I'm and I refuse to even watch this show that's on a or something about, you know, all the scandals around the Playboy empire. I think it's wrong. Yeah. I mean, if you have problems with the man, air, air it when when he was alive, not not when he's dead in, in the ground. You know, yeah. you, I mean, you spent, you, you knew what the deal was. You spent a lot of time up there, but you, you know, you were very, um, you know, you, you had your boundaries, you know? Yeah. And you know, girls, I, was, I actually, I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. we've been watching it a little bit because I can't, I'm like the curious cat. Like I just can't help it. And it's interesting, like how much of it, like that I have been through and that I went and I was there, like I'll, we'll be watching and I'll be like, I sat there like every Sunday, right in that spot. And Ryan just thinks it's the coolest thing, you know, to see it on TV. And then me show him like, Oh, I sat there right there. We get to order this right there. We do that. And then, you know, he's sitting there doing his backgammon and that's where I'd always sit with him. And Ryan's like, Oh, look, he's doing backgammon. That's exactly where you would sit. And, but the hearing some of the things that they say about, like, I don't know, there's inside stuff that I don't know about because I said no to being a girlfriend. So like, I don't know. I'm watching it kind of with my eyes wide open. Like, but I see, I, I do also see like, you guys, you waited till you made all that money. Then he's dead, and now you're like, oh, by the way. Well, they so did I don't that. Know. Well, they did it. They did it. They did it. They did it so they could make a name for themselves. And now they're like, they have regret. You know, I'm sorry. I, 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 I have no, I have no empathy for you. Sympathy. Yeah, that's exactly what. That's exactly how Ryan feels about the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I like some of it's bad that happened, but. Like watching Holly, she's so. Oh, I don't, like, don't, don't, don't even, let's not even get into Holly because the stories that I have about Holly from the, from other girls are just, you know, are, are just ridiculous. I'll just say this, that from what I understand, she pushed herself to be to the front of the line. Oh, hundred percent. She, you she know? was like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to be the main girlfriend. I'm yeah. going to make a name for myself. And she like, pushed girls out of the way and everything. So, and then for, yeah. for her to come back to say the things that she's saying, is just, it's just completely ridiculous. So. I know. And she wanted know. to marry the guy. I mean, the whole thing is it's, watching her. I'm like, damn, dude, you're really playing a victim role. I don't know. Um, yeah. I was at the very last public pay playboy a party um, where they were, where all three of them were together, you know, with uh-huh. Holly, uh-huh. Bridget, and uh, and Kendra. Um, I would, they had the very last party, and because they broke up the following week. Oh wow! So it was it was at a, it was uh, it was back in my previous magazine days, and we were sponsoring. Um, uh, we were we had we had a, we had an advertiser in the magazine, um, who was who was it was his party, and they had ludicrous performing. Um, and, and Hef was there with, with the three blondes and then they broke up that week. Um, so, um, long time ago, obviously, but, um, that was the very last public appearance. Um, wow. so it's actually the only time I was ever at the Playboy Mansion. So, which was, I was like, Oh, this is cool. I can just check this off, you know? Yeah. You don't need to go more than once really. It's, yeah. Yeah. For a guy. I actually, oh, the bucket list. So. I started going when they were still all three together and I met because remember I did the lingerie bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, when that's I did it, Kendra, that's how you, that's how you yeah, I yeah, 
And I think Kendra and Bridget were both supposed to be on my team. And so I wore me and another girl, I think, Angelina. oh, Angelina, the girl who I did the shoot with. Uh huh. We all wore our uh, lingerie bowl outfits to the to the event because we thought like, oh, we're going to like people are going to know us for that. So we did. And they actually let us go up and like, you know how I have and the three girls would sit in an area of the party and it was pretty much like security off. You can't just like, go up to them. Well, they basically were like, oh, here, you guys can go over there. So we walked over. He said hi, you know, kissed us on the mouth like he always did. And then the other girls were pretty nice. Like, But Holly just looked out of her mind. And I'm not trying to be mean. And I know we all have fun at parties and stuff, but I just mean, like, not right. Like, she looked at me like she was terrified of me. Like, I did not look to her like a person, I don't think. Like, she looked like she was hallucinating. She was fucked up. Excuse my language. And um, I always thought that was so weird. Just like, why would you be this messed up? Like, looking at me scared. I don't know. It was just a, such a weird feeling. And the other, like, Kendra was just like, hi, like, super nice. And um, the older one, Bridget, she was just like, whatever. I just yeah, remember. Yeah, Ken, Ken, yeah, Kendra's, Kendra's, Kendra's always been super nice. Yeah, she's so nice. She's just a polite person, you know? So I, I told you, she came to our party, our 50th issue party, which you were late to because you just had a kid. Yeah, I'm bummed um, that I missed her. And I, yeah, I think they had left, but she showed up with Jessica. Jessica brought all her A list friends. Uh, Andrea Chanik was there, who's like a like big racing host girl. And anyway, so they came, and then we, you know, we set them up, and you know, I sat and talked to Kendra for a little bit. She's just, she's just always been nice, polite, politely. Yeah, and fun. Like she seems so fun. Yeah, she. I mean, she lives her life. You know, she doesn't. She doesn't give two shits. You know. Mm-hmm is what it comes down to, you know, and, and I guess that's a good way to live. But, you know, she doesn't have regrets. She doesn't go come back and, and air dirty laundry, you know. Girl, all she has is nice, nice things to say about half. And it's like you two lived at the same time there and they aren't friends, you know. Yeah, well, I know. So yeah, I know I, 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 I completely get it. Well, I really didn't want to, you know, I really didn't. I wasn't planning on talking about this, but um, I guess just you just kind of deviated off onto that whole Playboy thing. She was like, I can't believe you're going to pay to watch that, don't you? No, it's just on. Um, I think, like you said, it's on Annie. But it's so I'm only uh, on episode I don't get any. I don't get any on my on my um, streaming service, so I guess that's why. So, mm. which is fine because I don't I don't watch those reality shows anyway. So, are you a big Bachelor Bachelorette girl? Gosh, no. What about the Bravo TV shows? Or do you watch those like the Real Housewives? And, and Yeah, I'm going to be real honest here. I'm a Bravo whore. I need to kind of like probably go to AA for Bravo. Really? Yeah, I'm out of control. I like feel like I'm best friends with like all the people on Summer House. And <laughs> I'm having a birthday party this 90s theme because that's what they did. I swear to God, I'm out of control. And I there's a girl in there that I am just obsessed with. And so like, I like all her posts and whenever I comment, she likes it. And I'm like, I'm so cool. <laughs> you're, you're, you're ridiculous. Well, you haven't had, you haven't, you had a birthday party at the O's and 90s team or you having a birthday party? I'm having a birthday party. I'm stealing your birthday weekend. You, where's my invite? Let's go. Come on. I just, oh, no, I just no kind of like this, decided. This is, how, this is how I get invited. Oh, come on. Come on. Nope, you blew it. There's gonna be like five people, but um, <laughs> that's, not, that's not a big party. It's a get together. Yeah, that's what it's actually called. It's called a kickback. It's called the ultimate '90s kickback. 
ultimate. Yeah, totally. <laughs> ultimate. Ultimate. How <laughs> is my people ultimate? <laughs> Listen. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like outdoor Coachella, like a mini Coachella, but just for me. Oh, I see. So it's gonna be. I mostly want to like get your, your pictures. Brian, your brother, your brother's wife, and who else? <laughs> no, they. Oh my god, I just found out because I just invited my brother yesterday, and um, they just told me they're going to Vegas. I'm like, dang it! So um, I don't. They're not coming. I I literally have two girlfriends coming, and then like two guys and like maybe my mom and dad with the kids for a tiny bit and then they're going to take the kids and we're just going to like we'll probably end up going out to a bar but you know i didn't want a ton of people i don't want to like randoms at my, you know i just wanted to be a close friends and a bunch of close friends couldn't make it so it's five people okay <laughs> okay <Gotcha. laughs> it'll be easier when we're playing uh when we're playing twister it'll be easier oh i see <laughs> really? No, I, don't, I, haven't, I don't think I've ever played that. Oh my god, it's so fun, especially well, as a grown up. <laughs> in thirty-five years, I should say. So, so it's been a long time since I played. So, um, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you, 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 you made me laugh because when you said the ultimate, and it's like five people. <laughs> We just put out the last. We just put out the most recent issue of Candy Magazine. Corey E's on the cover. Do you see it? I know. I love it. It's pretty nice, huh? So cute. And I, you know, I love Valentine's Day, so I'm all about it. Yeah. So in the issue, we actually did a flashback to uh, four four previous February issues. Um, you know, and we took like a few photos from each of the cover models' features, and of course, Lori's in there. You know, love it. So, Wait, I'm in there. Yeah, you're in there. We we did because we did a flashback to four previous Valentines. We said candy, sweets, Valentines, past, or something like that, you know. And yeah. so we took we took four of the February issues in the past, and we took like the cover girls, and we took like three photos of each of the cover girls, that, and we put them in this issue. So, and and we obviously went with like you know the Valentine's thing. So you're in there. We used the we used the the red lingerie uh, photos, uh, three of those from you. Oh, previous. I love it. February 2015 issue, which is the most downloaded issue of Candy Magazine ever. Um, so we took three photos out of that, you know, because that set you did pink and white, semi nude, um, and the red lingerie. So we used the red lingerie uh, photos in there. And then also we used last year's girl, Brittany, that Mike shot because, you know, they're just so perfectly Valentine's. And, uh, Who is Molly it? What girl was that? Brady. 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 I don't know. She's one. from Newport Beach. Um, and we include Molly Shea from the year before, two years before. Um, she was in there as well. She did a whole thing with, with uh, hearts, appell hearts and stuff like that. And then the very first February issue we ever did was Elizabeth Deo. You know, you know Elizabeth. Yep, um, yep. How's she doing? Well, she's in the real estate business now, but we took photos oh. from her February 2014, where it was just it wasn't Valentine's theme, but it was a February issue, and she was in all leather and latex. So we we threw those in there as well. So, but anyway, so those are the four girls that go along with Corey, and then we had um, you know Rachel is our uh, our Miss Candy for the month February. Rachel um, from Scottsdale, 
and um, you know she's a she's a heavy rocker girl. I mean, she loves her rocker music. I mean, she's 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 listening off to singers and artists and rock music that I've never heard of. That that's her favorite. So she just loves it. You know, heavy rock music, which I know like Tool and and and. You know, those kind of bands. I mean, those are the kind of bands she listens to. So we did a whole shoot. She came out last month, and we did a whole shoot with Mike Prado with her and um, this whole rocker with drums and with gels and and you know and Ooh, sexy lingerie. It's, it's yeah, it's way over the top. It's really kind of what I want to do moving forward with Candy. Um, I told Mike, I said, I really, you know, you know, I'm a big fan of of, of the Playboy style photography. Just not, you know, we just don't do nudity. But I do, I'm a big fan of that style with the lights and the gels and you know and, and the outfits and the and the sets. So I told Mike, let's do, let's try that with her, and um, I was really happy with the way it came out. So, but uh, I, love what? I love that old glam, that old like glamour. Yeah, yeah, you old know? glamour. If you if you want to if you want to call it that, old glam and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, no, I mean, no, no, no doubt about it. Uh, but uh, I mean, you were you were talking. I want to bring up an article because so uh, so there's an article in the in the in the uh, in the magazine this month, and you know what we did is CES was last month, and so what we did is we did the best of CES for men, you know, and so we did we covered on a couple different things: home home technology, uh, appliances, electronics, you know, like TVs, and then grooming, and and one of them was was about the. Um, you know, you, you talked about your party, which made me think about this column. Is the uh, uh, the kitchen? You know, the kitchen is the centerpiece. When you have friends over and you have people coming over, the, the kitchen is the gathering place, is it not? Yeah, yeah. Everybody populates the kitchen. Doesn't matter how big your how big your place is, whether you have a small apartment studio or whether you have a, a big house, big mansion. You know, everybody gathers in the kitchen for whatever reason. That's just the gathering place. So. You know, it's just it just is what it is. So, you know, so what we did is we said, okay, you know, we're we're, we're we spoke to the candy reader, you know, as if he's a single guy because we have a, we have a lot of we have a very good mix of, of readers, you know, married men, single men, divorced men, you know, across all ages, right? So we right. really tailored we really tailored tailored this to the single guy or or the divorced guy, you know. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to read for you a little clip from what we wrote, okay? And I want, and I, then I want your feedback, okay? Okay. So here it goes, because we always have like sometimes we say this and sometimes we don't. But we have a section when we review something or we talk about something. We have a thing that says "candy says," okay? So it says "candy says." So here's what the "candy says" thing says. So we're talking about these new refrigerators that are coming out from Samsung, okay? They're they're called the bespoke French door refrigerators, okay? So so here's what we say. We go, okay, listen up, men. It's 2022. You own the sweet kicks, and that means sneakers, okay? Because that's what they used to be called, kicks, okay? Yeah, yeah. You roll around in nice wheels, which is your car, okay? I'm, I'm, I'm interpreting. This is not what I actually wrote, but I'm just interpreting for you. So you know <laughs> right. what awesome. Okay, you roll around nice, which is a car, okay? Your local barber keeps your locks on point, your hair, obviously, right? Your mm-hmm. pickup game is locked in. But what happens when you bring her back to your bachelor pad or there's a get-together with friends at your place and they bring female companions? The kitchen becomes the center of attention. Do your kitchen appliances measure up to the rest of your game? And the main attraction in your kitchen is the refrigerator. Odds are that fridge will see more action in one evening than you'll see the entire year. (laughs) 
with such an important appliance influencing your social cir- your social circle and more importantly your date do not overlook the 12th man adv- advantage your refrigerator can deliver so that's how we introduced the uh, the article so what do you think I love it and I think that it's completely, um, not only is it on target and like correct, but it's funny and it's um, witty. Well, we you know what I mean? That. Yeah, well, when, when we have the time to actually, you know, you know, take the time to actually, you know, put that humor in there, we'll do mm-hmm. it. You know, a lot of times we're just like, oh, we got to get a magazine out. We got to let's just do a review of the products, you know, blah, blah, blah. And we, we leave out the witty part, you know? So, yeah. Um, but this issue, we kind of we kind of put some witty stuff in there. So that's kind of how, like how we uh, that's how we introduced the refrigerator. So Samsung should be paying me like tens of thousands of dollars for that because <laughs> you know these fridges are like thirty thousand dollars. They're like a lot of money. So well, anyway. you know that's maybe um, so because you're. I guess this is more of like a not podcast conversation, but um, I'll talk to you about it later. But I, I was just wondering, like. With all of your followers, do people try to monetize you or do people try to like advertise to you or is it to have to be completely through the magazine? Me personally, I mean, I, I'm on Instagram. I have fewer followers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't mon- I don't I don't promote myself. You know, I sit there and yeah, I'm yeah. Just promoting my personality or my personal views on Instagram. So I'm not about the monetization or building up my own my own persona. The magazine itself has over 160,000 followers, uh, but we've had 160,000 followers since Instagram's been around. You know, and do companies or brands ever try to get you guys to? We get, we do get, we get occasional reaches out to us, especially with. And again, it goes back to what I was telling you, where my whole point of view is on the what's a scam and what's not a scam. So we're very cautious when it comes to replying to people and and whatnot. So, so, but we do get inquiries. NFTs is the latest thing, but we have gotten inquiries in the past and stuff like that about you know monetizing um, the the reach of of, of candy and 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 whatnot. So, um, so there's one. Do you remember the show Mad Men? Oh yeah. Loved did it. Ever watch it? Did you ever watch it? Oh yeah, from start to finish. Okay, so Merce- so Mercedes came out um, at the CES with their vision of a of what a, what a, what their future car is going to look like, and they called it the Vision EQXX. Okay, and I don't know when this thing's ever going to hit the market, and when it does hit the market, I think it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a lot of money, um, just based on what they. Um, they, first of all, like, you know, you know, right now, if you get a Tesla or something like that, I, I don't know how the mileage on it is, but you, know, you would go 260 to 320 miles on a single charge is what I understand. Somewhere in that okay. range, depending upon the model. Well, this new Mercedes that's coming out, supposedly, uh, it'll take you over 600 miles. Oh, wow. So, you know, that, really that, that, that you, Vegas. I mean, that's Vegas and back almost, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's quite the, um, that's quite the, the, the distance. And you think about it, you know, that, that distance is going to have a cost, you know, for the technology that they had to put in to do that. So, and it's Mercedes, you know, so right. that's going to, so you got to wonder, you know, how that's going to start at a hundred. Start it. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Uh, I mean, you can get it like they have pretty regular Mercedes that like started 80. <laughs> so I imagine that thing's going to be pretty expensive. 
I don't know. I, I think it's gonna. I, I, it could. It could be. You know. Uh, and did you watch the Super Bowl? Um, I watched pieces, but I certainly watched the halftime show. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know if you were throwing the commercials. Like, you know, you, did you see the the Sopranos commercial with the, mm-hmm. the Silverado, the electronic vehicle with the the two kids from the Sopranos? They were, you know. They I don't think com- so. They just shared a commercial for Chevy's future uh, electronic truck that's coming out, and um, and that was just kind of weird. I, I didn't, you know, we had done a review on that as well, but it's it, they're advertising this truck that based on it was again it was on display at CES. That that from what we understand, it's not what they wrote is not going to be available for another two years till 2024. So I thought it was kind of weird they're advertising this car, you know. That's a super Well, the, two years ahead of its time. You know? Can you pre-order? Yeah, you can pre-order. Okay, well, that's why. Because the, 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 the Super Bowl commercials are always a little bit elevated, just like golf commercials, like what is a golf tournament, because they know that a little bit more wealthier people are actually watching, where normally really wealthy people don't watch a lot of television. That's why they're wealthy. So, like, those commercials are always a little bit, like, out of our range, because those rich-ass people are going to be like, mm, here, take my money. I'm putting, I want two years. I want it. I want it in two years. Put me on the waiting list. Here's my money. You know? Okay. Well, maybe that's what it is then. It's only very like that, Roger. I, I guess. So, going back to that Mercedes real quick. They, I mean, I was, they sent us the, uh, the copy on, 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 you know, you know, on the car and stuff like that. And, um, you know, the one thing about this new Mercedes that's coming out is, is they, they liken it to a, they liken it to a road trip. Cause I don't think, you know, they, and they don't really do that with the current electronic cars. You don't think about taking a road trip in your, in your Prius, you know, or you, yeah, cause you all die halfway through. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Mercedes talks about, I mean, the whole pitch is about, is, is about a, um, road trip so i'm like so i'm reading through this and and i'm thinking to myself am i watching an episode of of of, of mad Men? and is it, and am i watching don draper in the boardroom right now because it the way they just wrote this up it's like they went over a lot overboard with it and um and really blew me away so you know so in it we go is don draper selling me a car in the boardroom because because listen to here's what they wrote this is what mercedes wrote because tell me this doesn't sound like an episode from Mad Men. but you're just sitting here and you're watching don draper pitch his, his sales idea okay 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 there's a reason why road trips have been a cultural benchmark for at least 70 years telling stories from the highway and books movies and music the road trip defines freedom individuality, the very spirit of the automobile and the passing world. Stick a pin in a map and drive. Be in tune with the road and with the car. This urge to explore, discover, and revel in the world beyond our horizon is part of what it is to be human. It's the pioneering spirit that pairs vision with the tenacity to make it happen. Yeah. Does that not sound like Don Draper in the boardroom and Bandman telling me on his vision of how he's going to advertise my car? Yeah, and like his the way he always sounds like he fully believes in what he's saying. Yeah. Like he just, he's such a great actor. I mean, really. So, you know, when they make a commercial for this car, that's the guy, you know, who needs to be doing the voiceover on it. Yeah. You should call him and tell him. 
<laughs> I know. I'm like, uh, hey, I got an idea. It's going to cost you $50,000. <laughs> right? <laughs> or just yeah. put an ad in our candy magazine for a year and we'll be good. Okay. So, anyway, I'm just, I'm, so, I'm, so, you know, one of the things when we started this podcast a couple of years ago, I always said I wanted it to be about candy magazine. You know, and we, you know, we made it about a candy magazine and the model. We never made it about the rest of the content in the magazine. So kind of okay. what I'm trying to do today with you is just trying to bring out some of the content to the, to our listeners of the podcast and understand that it's more than just pretty models in the magazine. You know, we actually cover topics with our, with our own little, you know, quirky comments on them. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, that's one of the things like that sets us, um, that sets us apart from other magazines. You know, we're not, we don't pull up, we're not pushing a political bias towards you. We're not, we're not, you know, we're not providing you, we're not re, um, we're not juggling facts, you know what I mean? To, to, reach, a na- to reach a narrative. Yeah. So, you know, so anyway, so that's, you know, kind of one of the things. And then just real quick, we went on back on this car thing. So, so we wrapped this thing up, right? And and so you know there was there was so much. There was like sixteen pages of, of text on this on this card that came out. So people don't realize that, Well, it's only two pages in a magazine. Yeah, we go through sixteen pages of text to to learn about it. You know, so you know people don't realize how much work goes into putting out just a simple column. It'll take a couple of days to put out a, a column. You know, to put together the column after you're going through with cool. everything to to decipher it down to a couple of pages that make it interesting to people. So. So we get to the end of this thing, and so and again they hit us. They hit us with more boardroom text. So we go, hey Don, tell us more about this reimagined road trip. And here's what they wrote. You know, they go on a road trip. It's good to have someone along for the ride. A road trip sidekick helps with the navigation. They might be in charge of the music selection, or perhaps they're clutching the travel guide, pointing out places of interest and fascinating nuggets of information on the way. They might even offer the occasional tip on the driving style. Admittedly, however, this kind of help can also be a source of friction. In the Vision EQXX, all of this and more is handled by the car, allowing the driver and passenger to relax, enjoy each other's company. Cut, go to black. So that's the end of the commercial, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, this. I mean, we get, we get, Lori, we get so much text on all these products, but nobody's ever written it like this. Yeah. It's just usually a technical layout of things, you know, and they hired these. This is not done by the marketing department. This was outsourced to a professional ad firm. I can tell you that right now to write this text. I mean, they might have even sent brought Don Draper in to write this. So uh, <laughs> it, it was just impressive. I mean, you're, you're reading through 16 pages. And the fact is that, you know, you read, we read a lot every month just to put up, to put together a magazine for people and just be able to, to to have this kind of impression left on you tells you how good a job they did. Yeah. I wish I would have seen it. I have it recorded, though. I have the whole Super Bowl recorded, so I'll go find it. Well, you won't see this commercial. They didn't do a commercial for this. So oh, I thought commercial. you said they did the Silverado commercial is being aired on all the time. You can see it. You'll oh. see it. It's with, it's with Jamie and, and, her, and her brother. Um, Anyway, they you know, and at the, at the end of it, it's a, it's a, it's the music from the Sopranos, and they're driving along the Jersey Turnpike, and then they meet up at the end, and she pulls in and she plugs her truck into a portable electronic outlet, you know, so which which is kind of funny because they just debuted the thing last month at CES, and it's not available according to them until 2024. So, um, I just thought it was interesting. I understand what you're saying, though. The people who watch this have more money than the average Joe. And so, therefore, 
you know, maybe that's not, you know, I, yeah, whenever I my that. dad comes over and like watches golf, especially big golf tournaments, the commercials are just like other level. Like they're what, this is not for me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's okay. So I, I don't, I don't know how to properly put this, but let's just say that maybe, um, that there's an app, you know, you know, I'm a big friends guy. I know you don't like the show, but I'm a big, I love the show friends. Right. Uh-huh. So, I, I, and I, I didn't like it when I was, when it was on TV, I, I didn't watch it. I should say when it was on TV. Okay. So, but, um, just to go back to your point, this, this truck, the Silverado truck is going to, it'll, it'll be, um, anywhere from 50 to $80,000 depending upon the model and, and all the perks. That's a lot of money for a pickup truck, right? Yeah. And then the, and the high, high end from what they wrote here, we'll, we'll have a, uh, MSRP of 105,000. Ooh. Is that crazy? That's a lot of money for that's a lot of money for a truck. A lot of money anyway, for a truck. So you make that you made that comment about when your dad comes over and he watches golf and these commercials and you're like, these are not for me. Yeah. Well, you just gave me a friend's flashback. Okay. It <laughs> <clears throat> will because there's an episode where Rachel and Ross they 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 just start dating and um and and um and they're coming back from the movies. And and so Ross asked Rachel, he goes, so, oh, how did you like the movie? And, and she's like, eh, you know, like that kind of like, and nah, she didn't really like it, right? Yeah. He's like, well, I, well, I told you it was going to be a different type of film. She's like, yeah, but I just didn't think I would have to read because it was all in subtitles. It was a farm. Oh. <laughs> 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 and that just reminds me. <laughs> So made, me, made me laugh you know it's like uh, <laughs> uh, one of my favorite movies is this movie z um and it's all in subtitles it's a french movie z what's zebra. it called z as in zebra oh it's a french movie it's all in subtitles all movies in subtitles but it's about the fascination of a political the presidential candidate and uh and the whole movies in subtitles i i mean i don't agree with the guy's political views that he's espousing in the movie but it's it's all about uh all about the corruption <laughs> around mm. it. Sound familiar? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like, you know, uh, and how it, it take it goes all the way up to top echelons of government and stuff like that. Um, secret cabal of people that were doing everything they can to take this man out, and they finally did. So, and then the cover up in it sounds very familiar to what's going on in America. You know, over the last six years. Um, but anyway, so that's. Um, you know, so that's kind of like, you know, what candy magazine's all about, everybody, because we've never really told you what goes in. So it's 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 candy, it's it's beautiful women, but there's you know, cars and there's technology and it's mostly technology and um sports. We've talked sports. about sports. We talked about sports to a, a big extent in the past and uh no ish no sports in this issue. Um but um you know, and then cars and uh, and um and, and and we'll be getting into NFTs and, and crypto and, 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 and future issues. One last thing on this whole magazine thing is what, is that, you know, I, I kept talking about, you know, not pushing a narrative, a narrative, because if you look at Esquire, GQ, Rolling Stone, these are, you know, far left progressive magazines pushing a, a narrative on their readers, you know, only offering a single point of view, uh, often wrong. When it comes to the facts, because years later they turn out that what they were doing is just pushing false information, and and their readers, you know, read it up, read it up, you know, not understanding that it's only providing a a, a partial picture. 
well, you know, Candy and magazines never been like that. You know, we, we'll, we'll, we'll comically refer to political things, but we'll know we never dive deep into it. And we really don't plan on diving deep into it. But we do think it's important to to carve out our niche in that space, um, so to so to say. So one of the things we did is we we came up with what we felt is a a, a vision a mission statement, you know, if you want to call it that, I don't want to call it that, but uh, of what Candy Magazine is. And and we've kind of started promoting it on social media, and we actually have it on the front of the cover of this month's issue with Corey Yee. Um, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, but, um, but what we wrote is, uh, and you tell me what you think about this, Lori, okay, is that uh, an independent, an independent um, voice for an independent thinker or how's this? An independent, an independent, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> independent voice for an independent man. Mm, okay, I like it. Basically saying, listen, you know, we're not left, we're not right, we're in the middle, okay, and basically, you know, we, we let the chips fall where they may, and and we and we say what we say about where the chips fall, okay. You just report, you know, what the facts are. And if you have a problem with that, then that's that's your problem, not ours. You know, kind of like it's almost like Joe Rogan podcast. He brings people on. They have a point of view. And he's like, you know, I'm presenting points of views. As he goes, that's all I'm doing here. These are points of view. Do you agree with them or you don't? And people have a right. right people have a right to have their voices heard. And I'm providing that voices heard. If you and and he has his guests come on. And they say, I'm more than willing to have a discussion with other people about these points of views. And, and you know what happens? Those people, nobody ever takes these people up on those discussions. Mm-hmm. Ever. You know, I don't know if you ever listened to podcasts, Joe Logan's podcast, but he had a Sanjay Gupta on there. You know, the, doc, the famous doctor from CNN. Right. And he challenged it on some things. And then Sanjay just said, yeah, you're right. But he would never, see, he would never say that on CNN because it doesn't fit the narrative. Right, and they would go back and watch. People should go back and watch that that podcast with Sanjay Gupta. You know, (sighs) poor Joe Rogan. Is he going to come out of this? Is he going to be fine? Oh, he's 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 destroying them left and right. Yeah, kidding me? Oh, do you know what? He might be. He might be the one to bring us all back to the center and just go, dude. Like, you know, you don't just because. Yes, he shouldn't have said those words. I didn't even listen to the video. I don't even know, but in. Being called racist because you're a trucker in like Canada or being called racist because, you know, you're doing things that people don't think that you should do because it doesn't fit their narrative. You can't call them racist anymore because that's wrong. And look at like look at Joe Rogan and all the people who are backing him like he he fucked up for sure. But we all, I think, are pretty aware that he's not racist. I think you'd I think you'd see it a little more. No, he's not. It was a total hit job that they tried to the media tried to do on him. And activists tried to do it, and progressives tried yeah. to do it, and it backfired. He's not. It, I, I think it's, it, Lori, it's already blown over. You know, but what only, I'm the only, hoping... only the only space that it's still popular is is in those outlets that I just mentioned to you, CNN and those progressive. Otherwise, middle America and the rest of America, they don't care about it. It's it's non news. Okay, they know he's not racist. Okay, the UFC fighters have come out and said that we listen. We deal with Joe Rogan. We've been we know Joe Rogan. He's not racist. Okay, and these are these are black you know fighters you know or latino fighters you know they, they know he's not racist you know so i guess so, what i'm trying to say is maybe that 
can now help us move forward rather than going on a witch hunt on everybody who said or done something that may have not been quite as kind as they could have 25 years ago. Like maybe we can just move forward and just say, okay, like, are you a racist? No. Cool. Let's move forward. Yeah. Well, that's, that just, they're just not like that, Lori. Oh, I, I know, mean, but you know, just, I, just I mean, I'm sorry. It, 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 it's, a nice, it's a nice thought to have, but the bottom line is that they are, they are evil people. And um, and they're just not they're just not gonna they're not gonna stop until their agenda is accomplished, you know. Yeah. So it 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 just um, it's it's unfortunate, you know. You know, it, it's just it's just the way it is with those people. They just they just don't they they're not about it. They're about it's they about they're about in in, in installing their their uh, iron fist on America. And that, because that's what they are, okay, and that's what that's what they want. They don't believe in dissenting points of views. They don't believe in a dissenting voice. They just believe in one voice, their voice. They know better. They're the highly intellectual peoples, and they are going to decide how you're going to live your life and what you can say and what you can eat and what you can drive and where you can fly and how you can travel and what you can put in your body and what you can't put in your body. And, you know, that's that's their agenda. That's what they believe in, and they're not going to stop until they accomplish it. Okay. I'm sorry to say that's that, a, but that's, that's terrifying. The, well, that's the truth, you know, and that's that's what it was like in the Soviet Union, and that's what they want in America. Okay, they don't believe in freedom, they don't believe in personal liberties, they don't believe in democracy. Okay, those those that's what you know they they are they are evil people, and they don't care about what's best. So they don't yeah. believe in the Constitution. So and it's it's that simple, and they will they will keep doing it until they until they, they accomplish their goals. And it's a very terrifying thought, and I feel for kids like yours, Dom and Jet, when they're older and they have to fight this, mm-hmm. you know, because they will make inroads. I mean, look what happened in Canada. You know, look at Trudeau. He's like, I'm invoking emergency powers because there's a there's a you know occupation going on in Ottawa. No, they're demonstrating. They're sitting there with their in their freaking trucks in the streets, <laughs> and they've got bouncy houses for the kids and <laughs> dancing. Come on. Right. It's not right. Exactly. Like if kids can go it's, and be safe, yeah, it's not it's, a problem. Yeah, it's not the summer of 2020 when BLML activists and 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 rioters were tearing up. Beverly Hills shops and Santa Monica and San Diego and Denver, Colorado and New York City. Fifth Avenue was covered in, in plywood and, and barbed wire, you know, and Kenosha was being burned to the ground. You know, that is not what's going on. It's not like when there was a night they were tearing down statues of our founding fathers and 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 trying to burn them down or shooting um, retired police officers who were trying to protect small businesses. You know, or when they were trying to assault the White House for for two weeks straight, and the Secret Service stood there and, and repelled them, that is not, or it's not Seattle where they t- basically occupied it, or Portland wherever it was they occupied an entire part of the town, you know, or every night they attacked a federal courthouse in Portland night after night for like a month straight. That is not what is going on, people, in Ottawa. Okay, right. that. What I just described to you, that is what you call an insurrection. That is what you call rioters and terrorism, domestic terrorism. That is what took place the summer of 2020. That is not as what's going on in Canada right now. The complete right. opposite is going on in Canada right now. 
So don't believe the media, the narrative that they're telling you, okay, compared to what took place in America in the summer of 2020 and ask yourself, was that okay? Right. No, I'm with you okay. on this. Yeah. Sorry. And that is not a right talking point. That is the reality. That's an independent point of view. That's exactly what took place. If you yep. have a problem with that, then you just have blinders on and you drank the Kool-Aid and you're and forget it. You're lost and you're gone. Yep. I, I'm kind of like to that point with people when I talk to them now, like if if you're wearing like your thing on your face outside in like the fresh air on a bike, I know you and I, we aren't going to be friends and I'm fine with it. And I think that, you know, maybe <laughs> there's some mental health that needs to come in here. Like some people need some help. Well, they definitely, no, they, need, they, they definitely need to do they, they They need to look up Michael Phelps's little app or sex software that he pushes on TV, the, the mental health software, and give those people a yeah. call and get their head screwed back on. My my sister-in-law, she's way wacky. So um, <laughs> we haven't talked to him in a couple of years. You know, yeah. so, uh, I mean, she just goes around family and pisses everybody off. So, but, um, you know, it just, it just um, you know, speaking of that, you know what today is, right? Um, it's my birthday week month. Okay, whatever. What else? You know what today is? <laughs> no. The mask mandate's over in California today. Oh, not in schools. So nope. everybody right, gets to not wear them except for my three and six year olds. Please crazy. explain that to me. I can't. I'm not even gonna try. It's just it's just stupid. But then they say but in LA they said no. LA County like nope, nope, no, we're gonna keep the mask and the vaccination requirements. So it's yeah, fucking I, ridiculous. I have not again. I'll say I said it on every book. I have not been in LA since October 2020, October 2019, when I did a photo shoot with Jessica Hall for her for her cover. Actually, so. the same. I like we wanted to go on a couple dates, and I wanted to go somewhere that was like out of Orange County or mm -hmm. just like out of Huntington Beach. And there was a couple places in like Long Beach and LA, and then it was all this shit about vaccine requirements. I'm like, are you guys? You just don't want business then. And that's apparently they're getting enough of it. So good for them that they can find people that are willing to just like, yeah, whatever you say. But I'm, I'm not going to your restaurant. I went to Rubio's the other day and they were like, oh, you need your mask. And they're like, what? What are you talking about? I need my mask. Like, where, where, what? And I just left. Like, I'm not dealing with this. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to deal with it anymore. The stupidity. Y'all are yeah. like walking around listening to stupid shit and I can't deal with it. Yeah. And then, and then you know, the studies come out and say the masks are pretty much useless. You know? Yeah, except for to like hinder your breathing. <laughs> you know, so it just—I uh, it, mean, it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, um, it's, it's crazy. But that's those were the studies that came out. You know, and 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 they're like, well, we just ignore the studies, just like they ignore the studies, Pfizer's, you know, filings when they put the the um, thing in. So for the emergency use authorization. So it's just, oh, right. uh, it's just crazy. So <clears throat> so. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I wanted to share this on this call or not, but you remember a year ago, a little over a year ago, my cousin was murdered. Yeah. Remember that? So, yes. so her husband, um, you know, you know, he, he moved to Florida. He couldn't, he couldn't stay in Virginia any longer. You know, he just, he needed a, a new life, but uh, oh. he sent, he sent the family a, 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 a message the other day and I'm, I'm going to share it with you just because I think it's important to, they actually they caught they caught the murderer and the accomplice, right? So okay. So here's this is going to be on Dateline. I already know it, and I'm going to see it, and I'm going to be like, I know that I'm going to call you. You know, let's see. So here's what he wrote. Um, 
So he writes, Carlos murderers accomplice on the day of his on the day of his arraignment was given his boosted COVID for COVID. Follow so far? Yeah. He now has a severe case of Bell's palsy that has completely paralyzed his right side permanently, and he's down to 100 pounds. He's in general pop. The detective says he's having issues related to his organs. He'll probably die in six months. Wow. And then also my sister just reminded me of the fact that the actual murderer had committed suicide when they when they were when they were getting close to rescue uh, arrest him. Wow. So the guy who killed my cousin shot her cold blood committed suicide when the police went to arrest him and then his accomplice his getaway driver who drove away without him um, <clears throat> um, is in general population dying um, after he got his COVID booster shot. So <clears throat> As my sister says, God's justice. I mean, for real. Yeah. But holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's a really gnarly story. Did they so did, did they ever find out like the accomplice ever explain why, who, what, what like what was Well, what was I, I don't want to talk too much about it because a lot it's very painful, but the end of the story is is, is that is that um some one of the two had done had done work on the house in the past. And um, so they were familiar with with um, with them, and they 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 were they knew that um, that uh, Carla and her husband um, had um, guns, and they were looking for guns. Wow, that's just tragic. I'm sorry, yeah. but I mean yeah. that's like justice, vigilante just not vigilante, but like. <laughs> Natural justice, almost. Yeah. So, anyway, I wasn't sure if I wanted to share that out, but I think it's important to, to you know, to share so people know. You know, eventually, you know your, your evil doers are going to get you. They'll catch up with you. You know. Ryan's working on a house, um, and the lady she didn't want to get vaccinated, but she's a nurse, so you know, so she didn't want to lose her job. So while he was working on her house, she went and got. She had to get the booster. And she was yeah. so sick, she had to go to the emergency room. And then Ryan's partner got super sick, but didn't he tested negative for COVID? But he was so sick he couldn't work for like three or four days, and he felt felt like it was some kind of situation, be, like of being in the house with her. But I don't really know. But she like d- is still not doing well from it, and she's yeah. like a young, healthy woman. Yeah, I mean, there's there's the ab- abnormal reactions. You know, they they happen. You know, I told you I mean, when I got my COVID Pfizer shot, you know, I had an elevated heart rate when it wouldn't come down for, for 12 mm-hmm. hours. And then event, then I then I went into uh, hypertension for a couple of months. I had to go on, you know, heart medication to, to bring the hypertension down. So there are reactions to it. People do have and there's other people like who have COVID and who get the booster or the shots. They don't have any reaction. You mm-hmm. know? So. It just, um, it depends. My problem is, is like they came out, they just said like the booster only is, is only good for four months is what they said. So that means people have to go in every three, people who are all paranoid about COVID, they need to go in every three months now and get a booster. <laughs> right? Every four months, yeah. every four months, three times a year, they have to go and get a, they have to go again and get a COVID shot, booster, COVID booster shot. 
I mean, how much time? I mean, how? I mean, I mean, how often are you going to put this stuff in your body? Right. And we, we still don't even really know what it is. Well, we, there's cholesterol in it because I read the labels, you know, so it includes it, it includes cholesterol. <laughs> Perfect. You know, that's one of the ingredients that's in it is cholesterol. You know, that's kind of nobody ever talks about that. <laughs> you know, so, so every weird. Time you go in and get a shot. You know, you're putting some cholesterol, you're putting more cholesterol in. Who knows? Maybe it's amount of cholesterol it seems as in a, as in a, in a hamburger. Who knows? You know. But yeah, it, it does, it does contain it does it does <clears throat> include cholesterol because that is like you know part of the ingredients that they list. Um, so my know. grandfather just turned eighty eight years old, and he's still out there like working, riding motorcycles, just like living his best life. He's he's just killing it. So I called him the other day, and we we're having a chat, and we were talking about um. Basically, you know, our birthdays are really some close in time, a couple days apart. And I was like, we need to have a joint birthday party when you turn 80. And remember when we worked in Chicago and I got to go to his 80th birthday? Yeah. So he's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to live. I said 90th. And he's like, I don't know if I'm going to live two more years. I'm like, you have mm-hmm. to, Grandpa. You know, my coworker, his dad is 111. He's like the oldest right. Canadian I don't know, soldier in Canada. He's just they did a parade for him recently. So he's like, all right, I'll do it. But we were like kind of talking about vaccines and how, you know, this is such a wild time we're living in. And he goes, I I can remember when polio was a big thing and we had to take our vaccine on a sugar cube. But it was one time and then polio was eradicated. So what are we doing? I think think that actually polio, my mother gave my vaccination records. I I think polio was like one or two shots with a booster from what I remember. Um, so you had to get a shot. He see, he's a lot older. So he did the sugar cube one. It was a different thing. No, I got a shot. I mean, you got it. Polio. Yeah. 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 We still, we still get yeah, polio shots. Yeah, yeah. I still get polio shots as kids. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 But I, I think from what I remember is like, I got one or two. I was mean, looking through my vaccination records. So I was like, Oh wow. Look at that polio. Blah, blah, blah. But you're not like, Oh yeah. Polio. It's still like, so I'm, not going in every three, I'm not going in every four months and getting a booster shot. Right. No. And you're you know, still, you're not seeing people who are like, oh, I have breakthrough polio. I got breakthrough polio through yeah, my. Exactly. Yeah, no, no. It doesn't. Ha- yeah, it doesn't happen, you know, so. Weird. It's ridiculous. Like, so I'm like, I'm reading this, um, you know, because one thing is when you go in, when you go in to get the vaccine, they give you paperwork on it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, because that's what they're required to tell you what to do. And then they go, you know, these, these are, you know, signs of a severe allergic reaction can include a fast heartbeat. That's what I had. Okay. So so I had a severe reaction. Okay, so then it says, who should not get the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine? You should not get the vaccine if you have severe allergic reaction after a previous dose of the vaccine. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so so follow me through on this, okay? Uh Pfizer, okay, who gives you the facts? Who's you know producing the vaccine, right? Tells you. Yeah. This is a severe reaction. Okay, uh, check. If you had, a, these are the people who should not get the vaccine. If you had a severe reaction, boom. Okay, got it. The government, whether it's federal, state, local, health boards, say to those people, you are no longer part of society because you are not vaccinated. Um, and that's what it says. 
No, that's what the government's saying. Because oh. in Los Angeles, for example, in Los Angeles, you're not allowed to sit inside a business, a restaurant, unless you are vaccinated. Right. Okay. You're not. And if you only had one dose of the vaccine, you're not vaccinated. So therefore, they're saying to people, we're sorry you had an allergic reaction to the vaccine and it, may, and it almost killed you or it might kill you. But, but because of that, you're no longer part of our society. You, you no longer have the same rights and liberties as the other people in our society who didn't have the reaction. So they basically have drawn a line. Or they're like, go risk your health. Just go do it anyway. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Your death is more important than the health of the rest of the people in society. That's how fucked up L.A. is. Yeah. And that's bad. That that is how bad the Supreme Court decided when they sat there and they said that federal workers had to be vaccinated. They sat there and said there is no exceptions to the rules. People just think it's black and white. No, it's not black and white. You know, is is it the same in like San Francisco area? Is it the same as it is in L.A.? San Jose have very restrict. But from what I'm reading, is they they're actually released. They're 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 relaxing. They're they're good. Okay, interesting. You know, but you know that's why people I tell people they go, "How's California?" Says California sucks, but Orange County is great. You know, it's it's the reason why they call it the Orange Curtain. I know. It really is. <laughs> I never got that growing up. I was like, what the hell does that mean? Because I've lived here my whole life. So I really yeah. didn't understand it. But once I started traveling with modeling, I really, you know, got to experience other states, other cities, other counties. And it is a different world out there. Mm-hmm. San Diego so. used to be like San Diego used to be like that. San Diego used to be like Orange County. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's not no more. OK, it's not. No, no, it's not. I mean, what about parts of it? I thought the Pacific Beach and stuff was still a little bit like. No, no, uh-huh. no. I mean, there. Yeah, maybe there's pockets. There's pockets. Yeah. Of it, right. But no, for the most part, no, no. You know, I mean, Del Mar, far left. La Jolla, far left. You know, Pacific Beach is all young kids, you know, party, you know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so Coronado has gone left. Wow. Yeah, it's really not. Uh, Encinitas is like freaking far lit. Remember, Encinitas last year is where they arrested the surfer dude for not wearing a mask. Oh, yeah. That's Encinitas, <laughs> California people. That's what they believe in. Crazy. <laughs> wild. So, yeah, it's very wild, you know. And, um, you know, that's that's the society that people have chose to want. They, they chose to put people in, in power to do that. In Orange County, you know, the, the people here said, no, we don't want that. And they put people in, you know, they elect officials to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, so that's that's our uh, that's our podcast, I think. Um, oh, I want oh, one last thing. I mean, Corey is on the cover. You know, Corey's got like one point six million followers on Instagram. Wow. Um, yeah, she's she and she was in a magazine a few years ago, and at that time she had four hundred thousand followers. So she's quadrupled the number of followers that you know since she's first appeared. And you know, Candy Candy Magazine is the launching pad for a lot of models. You know. Yeah. 
I mean, for the most part, we launch models' careers. The, 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 there's, there's, there's the exceptions. The Lindsay Palace has already had an established career, or the uh, Rachel Cooks, who already have an established career. But for the most part, you know, we we launch models before they, they get discovered. Whether it was Kindly Myers or Emily Sears or Abigail Rashford, or you know, on you know, we we're the launching launching ground that, that they use to, to go out and build themselves amazing careers. And, you know, we're fortunate to have that luck. I mean, cause we, 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 I mean, again, it starts off why I started off with the whole playboy things because I, I, we, we built ourselves on playboy as far as the playmates, you know, mm-hmm. when we first started out, I said, well, how are we going to build an audience? I said, well, playmates, you know, we'll get playmates on the car when playmates were playmates, you know, not they, mm-hmm. what they are mm-hmm. today, you know, and whether it was Tiffany Selby or Katie Lohman or, <clears throat> Tiffany Taylor or Colleen Shannon or Rena Voronina or you know, Tiffany Toth, Tiffany Toth, Hiromi Ashima, you know, Jessa Hinton, you know, Nikki Lee, you know, we, we, you know, we, we, we said we put playmates on the cover and that brought in their fans and, you know, and that to help build candy, you know, mm-hmm. and then from there, you know, obviously, you know, Jessica Hall and yourself, you know, take us to another level. And but you're not playmates or anything like that, but you you're the girl next door. And that's, you know, what guys, you know, want, you know, mm-hmm. you know, real, the real girls. So. Um, so anyway, and then and, and taking us today where, you know, you get to get the Corey E's and, 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 and girls like that, you know. So I mean, a girl last month, Isabel, that's on the cover. Lori had a nice title for 2000. But I can tell you right now, Isabel has really surpassed you. <clears throat> you know, and she's Dang a Hooters it. girl. She's a Hooters girl. She's like 22, 23 years old. She's never been on the magazine in a magazine, and you know, and Mike shot her, and, and she's just blown up, huge, within candy. You know, she's gonna have a big future ahead of her. Nice. Yeah. So I'm like, Exciting. okay. I'm like, our playmates sell magazines. Hooters girls sell magazines. <laughs> I need to go find some more Hooters girls to put on the cover of Candy Magazine. Because, <laughs> I mean, to see it's just driving huge numbers. Best numbers in six years. So, yeah. and I told Mike, it's I, said, nice. her. I told Mike Prado, I said, nice job on this bike. <laughs> nice job. You know? And yeah. she's another one. She, I don't think she has a lot of, I think she has 20,000, 23,000. I don't remember. I'm, I'm guessing here, but I think that's how many followers she has, you know? So it's, it's not, when it comes to Candy Magazine, it's, it's, not, it's not about your Instagram reach. It really isn't, mm-hmm. you know? It's, it's about, about you, you know? Yeah. You and, and, and remember, we're not, you know, we're not just like the U.S. or Europe. We're, we're worldwide, you know? And, you know, we're tops in China. Number one magazine in China, whether it's English, Chinese, or whatnot. You know, so we're a U.S. publication, and we push, you know, U.S. values and everything like that. But, but in China, they want they want candy. They love candy in China. They can't get enough of it. So we reach audience. We, we reach audiences that you don't reach. You don't reach China on Instagram, Facebook, no. Twitter. You know, you reach it on candy. So. I think that's like for China, like we're like candy magazines, like a little bit of freedom for them, you know, I think it is, you know, and we don't again, we, you know, we, we make sure that we, you know, um, you know, we, we talk about America in a, in a positive way. And 
And, and again, we try not to we try not to attack people. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I mean, kind of this month, I in the letter of the editor in this month's issue, I kind of go into you know an independent voice for an independent man. Um, it was an independent thinker, and I kind of I kind of do attack you know progressives, but that's you know that's I'm sorry. There's there's left, there's right, there's middle, and then there's lunatics. Okay, and so you're you're fair game, you know. And yeah. so I'm sorry. Yeah, I I I go after you on podcast. I go after you in the magazine. Okay, you know you have a different point of view on something. You know than when it comes to politics. I don't. You know, and it's reasonable. I don't. We don't go after you. But if you're just so far anti-constitution, then I'm sorry. That there's no place for that, and it's not going to go unscathed. <laughs> so. Anyway, yeah. um, but I'm looking forward to doing this on a more regular. But we've been gone a long time, so we're sorry, people. You know, we're, we're back. We're gonna, we're gonna do these weekly. We'll bring future candy girls on. We'll bring back Candy Jeopardy. Get Lori right one out of ten questions. Um, <laughs> Maybe we so. can have like just a little more variety in the questions. Maybe like it can be like how you were trying to sort of incorporate articles in the magazine for the week. Maybe it can be. Like stuff about technology or stuff about sports too, you know? Because I just don't know everything about candy, okay? Lori, it's it's candy girl trivia. So it's all about I'm not good at it. (laughs) That's what the guys want to know about. They want to know like the little things that they maybe don't get. You know, they want to know the trivia, but they want to know things about the women in the magazine. I'm just saying, maybe there could be like another week. I I've invited you to actually, you know, be the host of that same thing and put me on it. But it has to be related around the models in the magazine. You're more than happy to make up your own questions. I'll get them right. Okay. So, unless you're asking me the names of the kids, of the, of, you know, which I don't know. You know, but if you ask me about, you know, other stuff. I mean, remember, I do the interviews and I read the magazine <laughs> many times as we're putting it together. So, it's like embedded in my head. Yeah. So more than happy. Maybe I'll get a guest for next week, and maybe you can be the host of the Candy Girls trivia. It'll be me against her, and uh, which just would be an unfair matchup. Um, but um, maybe you could be the host next week of that. So, okay. so we'll see. We'll see who we can line up. Fun. We'll see who we can line up. So um, enjoy your birthday month. Um, you too. You're coming in. You are. You're slowly creeping in here. Yeah, next week, you know. So, in the years past, I would go to Vegas, but I'm I'm just I'm going out to Florida next month. You know, look for a place. Yes, I'm departing California after almost thirty years. I'm leaving. <clears throat> so, state left me. I'm not leaving the state. The state left me. Um, I've been happy in Orange County, um, but the the state is infringing upon my rights, and I'm just done with it. So. I'm so sad of these jumping shit, man. Yeah, well, you know, you, you can, you know, the, it, every year they try something and it doesn't pass, but then the next year it passes, and they tried a lot of shit this year and didn't pass. Guarantee next year it's going to pass. So don't want to be around for it. <clears throat> so yeah, time to go. You know, it's the climate is. You know, you can't beat the climate anywhere as far as weather, business climate, political climate sucks. Um, Liberties, yeah. freedoms suck. So, um, so off to Florida. Um, enjoy the sunset well, years. That sounds fun. Okay, wait. Yeah. Before we leave, I just want to say one thing um, about <laughs> just 
I can't help it. Everybody's talking shit on 50 Cent for being bigger than he was like 20 years ago. Have you seen all this out there? Well, okay. So it's funny thing. You bring that up because when I was watching the halftime show, that's the only thing I commented on. I go, damn, 50 Cent put some weight on. I don't feel so bad myself now. But I wasn't talking That's- shit. I was making fun of myself about it because we all put weight on as we get older. Yeah. Well, so- all these people are out there like on Instagram, like, oh, my God, did you see 50 Cent? Jesus, he looked like he, two of them. He looks like a dollar now. And it's like, oh, oh you're so funny. <laughs> But like he had the reverse reaction to inflation. <laughs> he had deflation. <laughs> I just think it's shitty. Like I love I th- I thought it looked buff. I didn't even think he looked fat. So I was confused about the whole thing. But um I, I don't know. I'm just like, damn, like people just God. And that's the that's the thing. It's people that are at home all fat and gross talking about it. Like like can we just can't we be happy about it? Oh, I'm happy. I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked him. I liked the show. And um, I didn't have, a, you know, I just thought it was funny that he put weight on. I could maybe because I put weight on. We all put weight on, you know? Yeah, we all did. It was an obvious comment to make. Damn, he put some weight on. Good. I don't feel so bad about it. Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I like it. I wasn't talking shit about it. I was just like, damn. <laughs> yeah. 50. I love the dollar comment. That's funny. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> That's funny, Lori. <laughs> I did not. I cannot claim it. I didn't make it up. And listen, I love Fifty Cent, so I'm not calling him a dollar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seventy-five cent. <laughs> Seventy-five cent. <laughs> I like it. Seventy-five. One and a half fifties. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But it Ready? truly was my favorite. That was the best halftime show I ever saw. I was. It was a but good that's one. My I, ear I, honestly, I, 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 people were kept talking about Prince, and I, I remember when I was watching the Prince one. I just didn't like it as much. So, and I don't remember all of them. You know. Yeah. I, who I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the Michael Jackson one at all. You know. So uh, I enjoyed. I mean, I guess the bottom line is I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the music sitting there and I'm like kind of working on the magazine and I'm actually watching this football game and I'm watching a halftime show and, and I just enjoyed the music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, Mary G. Blige looks so beautiful. Like I, I, I was, I was there for it. I'm here for it. I've, I've watched it three times. <laughs> I watched the, um, I, I, you know what? I, I enjoyed Dre. You know? Yeah. And, so good. So, so I kept, you know, so I kept watching Dre over, I kept wanting watching Dre. I was like, Oh my like Dre, you know? So, I enjoyed that, you know, and it was just like, it was, it was good. You know, it was good. I mean, it's, it's hard. I mean, there, there are other ones where I'm like, oh, I don't really care. For right. You right. Know? You know, like I last did. year was like a little much. I mean, it was Didn't Britney Spears do one with Aerosmith one year. Uh huh. And NSYNC. That was a really good one. I don't remember NSYNC. I just remember Britney did a you know thing with Aerosmith. NSYNC so. was there. They kind of like walked down with her. They sing um, part of that song and then. They do like walk this way, and then she goes back over to Aerosmith, and they kind of like dissipate. It's it's they weren't on for a really long time. I don't feel like. Okay, yeah, I, I remember that kind of. I mean, you just you think about the moments you remember from them, you know. So yeah, I kind of remember that one. So, and um, 
but it was i mean it's entertainment right and the music was nice it was entertain it was a good it was it was a nice show it was entertaining i mean i enjoyed 50 cent you know yeah i mean i i really did enjoy uh i really did you know so and mary j blige i enjoyed the first song and i really don't think the second song she should have done you know it was a little one. like emotional for a super bowl but you know i don't know i think yeah. they needed a little something yeah, it just kind of brought things down though i mean she has so many things to choose from i'm surprised he chose that song to yeah, but I guess it was a dedication to Dre or something like that. So, well, and, and there was and a little and bit Kend- of Tupac. I don't know. I'm sorry. I kept. I mean, I, I just, I, I just did not. Kendrick. I was just like, you know, he did two songs. And I was just like, eh, sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. I understand. It spoke to the audience. Didn't speak to me, so I didn't get it. Yeah, I have a neighbor and friend who's like actually one of my closest friends, and she's black. And we were talking about it last night, and she was saying. Like a lot of people needed to hear that. Like a lot of people needed to hear that. Like we going to be all right. Like we're going to be all right. And like, she felt like that's why he did that song because like a lot of people in the world right now needed to hear, like, we're going to be all right. See, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that message. You know, it didn't come through to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. After I watched it again, I was like, Oh, like I saw it differently. And, um, yeah. It's hard because there's so many things. There's so many things they're trying to like do, and there's so many messages they're trying to convey. And you know that I don't know. I didn't love Eminem's song that he did, but it it makes sense for the Super Bowl. It makes sense for it. You know what I mean? Well, it's a song he did with Dre, and it's a popular song, though. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's yeah. It's, I like. I mean, I like that song. I, I mean, it just it's just whatever. It's it's not. You know, it's not, like with that. You're not even like listening to the lyrics. You're just like. It's just the beat or the sound, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, and it's like with 50 Cent, he, I mean, he has other bigger songs, but it, it wasn't, they weren't songs that he did with Dre, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so he did a song he did with Dre. Yeah, he's hanging upside down, and, and it says 20. I'm like, is that 50 Cent? Is he 20 <laughs> Cent now? Is <laughs> <laughs> that 20 down. or 100? Yeah, it's upside down. And, you know, his necklace is only 20. And then, then, he, then, then he's standing. It's like, oh, it's 50 Cent. I thought it was. Probably put some weight on. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. you know, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, like, you know, in fact, I understand. I was like, you're thinking about the show. You're not really understanding before the show. You're not understanding everything that goes into it. You're like, well, why is an ice cube there? You know, and then uh-huh. you realize, uh-huh. you know, you realize it might be maybe he did or didn't work with Dre. I don't know. So not really, because Ice Cube, if you watch that movie, like um, Ice Cube and Dre had had a, like a problem. And it wasn't because because of each other. It was because of the the record labels. And the way that they had to like decide because they have Death Row Records and they have NWA, and at the time like Easy E was still alive, and you should watch that movie. It's so good, straight out of Compton. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, it's so good. Well, there's and other, other people are saying it's because he wasn't vaccinated, and you're not allowed, and you weren't allowed at Super Bowl if you weren't vaccinated. Are so, you serious? That's the that was the rumor. Yeah, LA County has required that you have a vaccination to be in a public place. I didn't know he wasn't vaccinated. So there are people who are silent. I know it's true. I'm just reading this online. Maybe that was like one of the reasons people think, well, it wasn't there because he's not vaccinated. You know, that's what they're wondering. You know, or, Ice Cube, or, can you come on the show? Are you listening? <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. You know, but, you know, he, his music again. And, you know, so I don't know. You, know, you don't know why. Uh, but why is he not there? You know, so, you know, and then you, then you go on, you start reading you know, what people are saying. And you're like, oh, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So. Hmm. 
I'm not saying yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that's true. No, I'm just repeating what I read. So All right, well, we want to hear from you. So Yeah. So I mean I think he did. Maybe he did he, he did say it was a great show. I remember him commenting it was a great show. So I don't I don't know if he addressed the rumors to and dive into that. So <laughs> Anyway, see, this is what we enjoy talking about. We just enjoy about talking about current events, people, and we have our opinions and views on things. And, uh, you know, it's also what's going on in our personal lives, you know, because we're regular people just like you. And uh, we have normal lives. Um, I'm not regular. I'm really not and regular. Get, and we get to go in and out of this glamour world, you know, which is nice. You know, which is a break from reality, as I like to call it. That's the thing I like. I think that's the thing I love about what we do, Lori, is it's a break from the, the regular regular part of life, you know, mm-hmm. that we, we get to go into this other world and live it for a bit. And it's like, it's like a vacation almost mm-hmm. from life. And then we go back to our regular lives. Do you feel yeah, that way? Yeah, I actually agree. Yeah. And um, I, I was watching somebody do Jenna, Jenna Sims. She's doing like a photo shoot for Steve Madden for golf shoes. Cause you know, she's marrying Brooks Kepka. So, Oh, Jenna. Yeah. Uh-huh. Jenna. So I'm like watching this and she has them, you know, they're doing her hair and they're like touching up this and they're, and I was like, damn, I, I missed those days of having just people all around me. Like someone's moving a strap. Someone's moving a piece of hair. Someone's doing my makeup. I don't have to do anything except stand there and look cute. Like I missed that. And like having the baby and then having COVID come, like it, it kind of put me in a place where I'm like, I don't know who I am anymore. Like, am I, and now every, I don't know if I've talked to you about this, but like every advertised, not advertisement, every email I get about future work is vaccination required, vaccination required. So I'm like, I'm not going to do it. So like, I don't even know if I'm ever going to get back into this industry. And, um, so yeah, I just was thinking about yesterday, how much I miss it. Lots of nostalgia. Well, when we, when we shot you what, in October for the magazine, that's magical. Uh, August, 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 we shot in the magazine, and we, we had you know hair and makeup there for you. Oh, I'm I miss it. So I mean, like, look how long ago that was. was. It's been a few months. It's a long time. It used to be like <laughs> three times a week. It used to be all the time. <laughs> it was my whole life. <laughs> well, I guess for me, it's every month because when I sit there and I actually, when I'm not dealing with the business side of the business, you know, I get I want to work on the actual creative side, which is the magazine. It's a week or two of just a break from. It from everything yeah. else you know so you know just sitting there and and just picking out you know who's going to be in the magazine who's not going to magazine you know reading you know read actually i'm reading the reading the text on these on these products cars is is very laborious and it's very tedious and i hate it yeah occasionally occasionally you get and occasionally you do get you know a mercedes that comes along and you're like oh this is interesting you know mm-hmm. it's like you exciting know. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, okay. But most of the time it's just boring. You're like, how am I, how how do we make this exciting to people? You know? Yeah. So you know. So um but yeah, no, I understand that. But we still I mean, you you still you've done some work since then, you know, since the Yeah, and, and it's kinda of like going a different way now. I'm having the brands now like reach out and they want you to do it yourself. So like they'll send you the clothing and they will send you like the um, hashtags and the the comments or whatever that they want you to, the captions that they want you to write. So like you have to do your makeup, do your hair, do your lighting. You have to have some set, which now I'm like trying to make one in my house. But okay. it's like they you just gave me just gave, really you just, gave, you just gave me a great idea for the magazine. Okay, and I'm gonna okay. try to I'm gonna try to incorporate it next month. Okay, there's a lot of stuff I got to incorporate into this magazine. Okay, but I'm gonna try to incorporate this month. 
but I'm going to do a feature. Uh, it's almost like your, um, what's that called? When you go on a casting, you have a card, you give people with your photo and your credits on the back. What do they call that? A comp card. Comp card. I'm going to put comp cards in the magazine for advertisers to contact models through their Instagram. That, the models that want, it, that want the comp cards in the magazine. Oh. Book now for your product, whatever. You know what I mean? I'll figure out. Yeah. Exactly, uh -huh. you know? Brand ambassador. I'll put the comp cards in the, I'll put together a comp cards for each of the models that want to do this in the magazine at the back of the magazine. Oh, I love that. What do you think? That's nice. Then, I love right? it. Because it's totally the way of the future. I mean, this and we is reach a global audience again. So, yeah. Or I can even make a, a, we're an app. So I can put an entire section in the app, comp cars, where people can just download the apps and they can book the candy girls directly through the comp cars, through the app. I love it. And like, if you have a brand in Europe, you, you, in the, in the old days, you'd have to be such an important model that they are going to fly you out and put you up in a hotel. Now they just put it in the mail and send it to you and you do it yourself. So like you can work with brands from all over the world. Actually, it's a brilliant idea. Well, I, 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 I am brilliant. You know that I'm a brilliant man. So you, you know that, you, you, you know, that. <laughs> well, you know, you know, <laughs> you know, I'm just, <laughs> but you see, you, you gave me a little morsel and I took it. Right, because I didn't even never thought yeah. of that before, and I never thought of that in my life. And I'm like, you know what? I can solve this problem. I'm a problem solver. I can solve this problem for you, Lori. <laughs> problem solver. I got this it. Is, this is what I'm going to do for you. <laughs> I'm going to put your comp card in the magazine. No, wait. I have an app. More people download the app than actually read the magazine. I'm going to put it in the app and have all sections just called comp cards. Yeah. So there you go. How you like that? Love it. Okay. So I'll work on that. You know, and I'll, I'll, once, I'll work on that. So anyway, so that's, and that's maybe that. I can do like some kind of advice section for like upcoming models or aspiring models and like what to look for with brands and how to negotiate with a brand contracts. How much should you ask for? You know, like maybe the business, um, the business side of the industry. If you want to write a column, feel free to write a column, send it to me. I'll, I'll edit it, of course. And um, just write, just write. All you got to do is write. Don't worry about the grammar and the English. Just write it, and I'll structure it. Fun. Love it. So just write it, and we'll put it in, and then we'll start making that a feature of the business side of the of, of, of the of the industry. Yeah, because <laughs> nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to give away the model secrets because they're afraid that they're giving their jobs away. And, like, I'm yeah, just exactly. – I know there's a million jobs and a million brands out there, and I'd rather help people than be an ass. Yeah. What yeah. happened? I think I think last over the last thirty days we've had six million impressions of our app in the app store. Wow. Six million people have seen the app worldwide. That's great. Is that amazing? Yep. You know, and it, then that's that's just on iOS devices, you know, if iPhones and iPads. We don't even we're not even even yep in the Google store, you know, which would be ten times the number, right? So, You're not in the Google store at all? No. no. What? Oh, you, I, I forgot don't, about that. You used to be, right? You were. Several times. I called it the Nina Carla curse. I, I joke with Nina. I, I, I joke with Nina about it. I go, Nina, every time I put you in the magazine, Google pulls me out of the app store. <laughs> every time it's her? Every time. That's so funny. <laughs> I wonder what is wrong. What is that about? Every time I got, I, I always got to submit a new. <laughs> They're like, nope, she's too hot. No, she's sorry, too, Nina. <laughs> sorry, Nina, out. 
<laughs> Too hot. You're done. <laughs> so it's been years since we've been in the Google App Store because it just takes a lot of time building. People don't realize it takes a lot of time, and I'm just focused. We've been focused on the Apple App Store, but we actually are ready to resubmit to Google <laughs> without Nina. <laughs> 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 so, but every time, yeah, every time you land, oh, pulled it. Oh my god, um, violated their risque guidelines, and I'm like, are you kidding me, Nina? You, you, this is the one you, this is the vine that you're killing me on, Nina. This is the one. This is the one. I had other uh, Irina Voronina was okay, Lori Young's okay, but Nina's not. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So, anyway. A little insight to Candy Magazine people that you probably never knew about. So if you make it this far, you know, into the podcast. So um, anyway, but yeah, but I love that idea. I love the fact that you're willing to do a column for the business side. And I'd be more than happy to um, structure it and put it in the magazine. And um, yeah, I love it. And I'm kind of just learning, too. So it's it's from like a not a like not like a pro influencer standpoint. It's more from like model chart, like turning and turning to influencing because it's it seems yeah. to be all that's there. You know. Well, the other thing is with your personal Instagram, you, I mean, you, you, you need to promote more of your modeling work. Yeah. I'm I know. sorry. I mean, that's that's what it, I mean. You want people to. I mean, it's nice, but you know, I mean, you 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 you're, yours is more your personal life than the modeling. Right now, work. the reels are like what's killing it for me. The first because reels are put in front of like a different audience, okay, so I'm getting like way more views. And it's the random people. It's not my same normal followers. Yeah, so it's but like, are they following you after they're watching the reel? Is some of them. Like I'm definitely not growing? getting. Yeah. I'm not yeah. getting a huge following from it yet. No. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, okay. Well, that's it. So um, I'm I'm having lunch with Jessica Hall tomorrow. We're actually north of LA, so I won't be in LA County. I'm going through LA, waving to it from my car window, giving it the finger. <laughs> You know, she's like in the hills, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's up north of the, you know, she's outside Valley County. It's all I know. So yeah. I said, I told her, I said, let's get together. Let's catch up. Cause I haven't seen her since the, you know, the 10 year party in September. And I said, pick a place for lunch, just up by you, not in LA County. I'm boycotting LA. And she's like, okay. So see you tomorrow. <clears throat> see if I can get her on the podcast in the future. All right, fun. Well, uh, let me know when you're on your way back, and maybe we'll meet up. Yeah, I'll see how it goes. No, okay. So we'll do that. So, all right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed our ramblings and our points of views and our uh, what's going on in our lives and stuff like that. And now, I'll, you know, at the beginning, you understood a little bit more about Candy Magazine and, uh, you know, what we are and you know, what we represent. And and um, and hope you uh, download our app on the App Store. You just type in Candy Magazine. And you can find us on uh, Instagram, Candy Magazine. Also, and um, and Lori. And you can find me at D U B Y O U N G. Yep. So go go follow Lori. What's going on in her personal life, and her <laughs> occasional in her occasional modeling work. So occasionally. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one. All right. See you next week. See you next week.